0: How do you sort out the so-called jargon from real-world practices that work? Do the members of your organization find some business or technology advice utterly confusing? Welcome to Real Talk with Sam Holtzman. In this program, we set the record straight, and in terms that business people and technology people can understand. Now, here is your host, Sam Holtzman. Welcome to this edition of Real Talk. Uh, this is Sam Holtzman. And uh, I know you can't see me because it's a podcast, but there's a bit of a smile on my face, and not because I'm happy-happy, but I'm smiling because here we go again. And I hope that our listeners and the people that they're going to influence are starting to pay attention to the absolute nonsense that is going on in the software world. And the reason for this is a July 11th uh, article has a great headline. This is about the Apple company. And I'm just reading the article here, and there's virtually every other software company is in the same situation. The title is as follows. Apple Emergency Security Patch Contains a Bug of Its Own. <laughs> That's why I'm smiling. So there was a, a major security issue in some of Apple's software. So uh, they released the patch that had an error in it and a bug in it of itself. And it caused some of the software associated, with not with Apple, but with other parties, other software vendors and and, uh, things like that, to stop working. So here we have a situation where there is an emergency security patch. The patch is flawed, which affected a bunch of other sites and a bunch of other things that were going on. And of course, you and I, And all the probably tens of millions of people now have to, listen to this, back this out. We're going to spend X time, whatever it is, painfully, hopefully not too painfully, figuring out how to remove this patch. Now, this is an emergency, right? Let me repeat, it's an emergency. The new patch will be available soon wait a minute, I thought this was an emergency. So the the problem is still there. Now, the reason I'm mentioning this is that uh, some of you know that I've been on Earth for a couple of days, and I'm going to take you back to my mainframe days. And uh, I had the privilege of working uh, for quite some time in operations. Uh, and one of the things that we received on a periodic basis, and this is from IBM, and I'm only mentioning this because they were the dominant player in the mainframe days, we, had, we got these you know, nine-inch reels of tape called PTFs, Program Temporary Fixes, PTFs. Great title, right? Program Temporary Fixes. What was their second word, temporary? <laughs> what did that mean to us? Now These are major issues going on here decades ago of poor software development quality. Let me repeat, poor quality software development practices. Second issue, no baseline for addressing and managing change. That's what's going on with Apple. They didn't know what the left hand and the right hand were doing. And it's not just them. I want to stress again, I'm not picking on Apple, but the article is there. Once again, it comes down to two fundamental things. No baseline for addressing and managing change and maturity level one software development practices. Let me take you back to those mainframe days. Uh, After a while, quite a while, uh, through our network that we called the Misinformation System, uh, MIS, as the joke was, Management Information System is what they were, we called it the Misinformation System. Uh, Some of our colleagues at other companies would get together periodically. uh, uh, Obviously, we didn't have the Internet, thank goodness, possibly, Uh, We had uh, virtual types of conferences by telephone, and sometimes we got together in in various uh, uh, different cities to talk about these things. Um, What we learned from each other was the concepts of, well, how do you address this? The, The name itself implies a temporary situation. So what we decided to do is to take these tapes these PTFs, tapes, and hold them for a period of time. And I don't want to go into details because there's some things that may pop up. Even in those days, that may be something that people now can do too, but I don't want to give anybody positive or negative hints here. That's not what this broadcast is about. We'd put them away for a period of time, anticipating there was going to be another one pretty soon. And the reason for that is so that we wouldn't spend an exorbitant amount of money on this particular set of flaws because we knew, somewhere we knew, that these things were the same situation we're having now. There was no baseline for addressing and managing change. The same antiquated software development practices 30, 40, 50 years ago were occurring today. And we knew that nobody... With the simple complexities 40 years ago compared to the massive software complexities we have today could figure out what a change was because there was no baseline and we're still hand crafting code hand crafting code maturity level one sorry for this sort of like again type of emotional response here we've got to get this addressed There is nothing inhibiting us from moving from maturity level one to maturity level three other than confirmation bias and the lack of consequences for us and others having to spend an ordinate amount of time fixing what the vendors need to prevent. I didn't say what the vendors need to fix, but there are ways that we can cut down chaos that's out there. Thanks for listening. Until next time, please take this message forward. Hopefully more and more organizations will realize that there is a way to address this and hopefully we will reward those organizations for putting out a quality piece of software that doesn't have a flaw every day, week, month, or year or whatever it is. Until next time, stay healthy, stay well. Thank you for tuning in to Real Talk. Be sure to join your host, Sam Holzman again for another edition of our program. We'll have more Real Topics of discussion then.